You are listening to The Magnetic Podcast with Milana Saranak, corporate lawyer turned six-figure online entrepreneur. Here, we talk all things soulful sales, launch strategies, mindset hacks, and behind-the-scenes secrets of building a magnetic online business that unlocks a life of freedom you don't need an escape from. Welcome to the show. So one of the biggest, and I mean biggest, mistakes that I see online business owners make is that they try to sell to a cold audience. And I've seen this happen not just with new entrepreneurs or the ones, you know, trying to get their first few clients and scaling to that kind of 5k month mark, but also ones that are beyond that, ones that are at the like 10, $20,000 mark. And you'd think we'd learn our lesson, but we don't. And I speak from a place of experience because I have done the same thing. I have made the same mistake. And so today I want to talk about why it's so important to warm up your audience and walk you through three types of content that you need to be putting out there to warm up your audience. And so you might be wondering, listening to this, what the hell is a warm audience? What is she talking about? What's this warming up thing? Like conjuring pictures of heaters kind of being applied to your audience. And that's kind of what it's like, right? If you think about your audience on a scale of from cold to hot, someone where they're cold and It is Australian winter here and it is cold, okay? It might not be cold for some people, like I will have people in UK and US laugh when I say it's cold and it's like 16 degrees, but for me, it's freaking freezing. And so when you're cold, you're not really wanting to take action. Think about it. Are you inspired to take action when you are cold? Do you want to work out and exercise when you are cold? What do you want to do? You just want to stay and warm yourself up and like wrap yourself in a blanket. Your audience is the same. When they are icy cold, they don't want to take action. They don't know anything about you or they don't know much about you. They don't know who you are and they're not inspired to take action. And that definitely means they're not inspired to take action to buy something that you're selling. So that's a cold audience. A warm audience is when they're like, oh, I'm wrapped up in my blanket and it's pretty toasty here. And now I'm thinking about it, right? Now I'm like, hmm, yeah, maybe I'm going to go and put on my workout pants and go for a run. Maybe I'll pay you money for that course. Maybe that's what I need. And then when they're hot is when they're like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to take action. Here I am. Boom, boom, boom. Like I've come prepared, ready, running shoes. I'm here to run. Right. And they're like sending you money to your bank account. So that's how you can think about your audience. Now we want to go from cold to warm. We cannot skip the warm step. We cannot go from cold to hot. So you will always have to go through the warming phase and it will happen at different paces for different people. And because we can't predict that, we can't predict how quickly someone will warm up. 
We like to, in my world, do a warming phase before we're selling any new offer. And how long the warming phase is depends, but generally it is no less than two weeks. Now, it might be longer if you have a very cold audience, a brand new offer, you're switching niches, you are putting something completely new out there, you haven't been around much, all kinds of different factors. So then we're going to make it longer. Or it might be actually shorter if you have a very warm audience already or, you know, you're only putting out a slightly new offer. You're relaunching something that you've already launched and your audience is familiar with and so on and so forth. So that's a little background on what the hell I'm talking about when I say warm, cold, hot. Now, we want our audience to go from warm. And in this episode, we're talking about how to warm them up. So you know you need to warm up your audience if there is not much interaction happening, right? There are some flag signs that will tell you that your audience is cold. If you're like, well, how do I know? Here are some things to look out for. Not much interaction happens on your posts or inside your stories, right? Not many replies, not many people are interacting with you in any shape or form. Your DMs are usually pretty crickets, right? Like you're really getting people to asking you how they can work with you, anything like that. And really the only people that reply to you is like your friends or your mom or your best friend, right? Or like your husband. And I'm so familiar with this, you guys, because this was like me in the beginning. I so recall my posts and my stories were just absolutely like cricketville. It was like tumbleweed rolling past every time I opened my DM inbox. And I would be so excited if I saw that little mark that said like one notification. I'd like jump in there and then I'd usually find that it's my husband being like, well done, good job, love this story, like encouraging me. And thinking back to that, you know, it was so hard to go through that and it was very disheartening, but it was so necessary. It was a period of growth and learning and I'm so grateful that I did go through that because now I can share the lessons and I can really teach on this from a depth of knowing what to do and a depth of understanding, like understanding what it's like when that is happening. And if that's the case for you right now, I want you to know One, that's so normal. It's totally okay. In fact, 95% of us is like, that's a reality for us when we're starting out, when we're building our business. And that was for me the like first year of my business, right? And it slowly started to build up and you can build it up. And I'm going to give you three types of content in this episode to put out there to take your audience to like really warm to the point where they're like, I need to know about your offer. Tell me more. All right. So if you're listening to this episode and you are loving it, I would love it before I dive into the three types of content. If you took a moment to leave a review, reviews mean so much to podcasts. You'd have no idea because maybe you don't have a podcast. And when I didn't have one, I didn't really understand, but they mean so much when someone leaves a review, it really helps to get the podcast out there. And it says to me like, Hey, I like what you're putting out there and really encourages me to keep going and creating amazing content for you guys. So if you do, thank you so much. If you do as well, take a screenshot, send us a message either on my DMs or into the support email inbox and we'll send you a little gift. All right, let's talk about the three types of content to put out to warm up your audience. To be fair, there is more than three types, but I've really picked out the three that are like 
ultra, ultra important. And if you're not putting out all three, you're really missing out. So let's, let's go through them. The first type of content is the content that calls out mistakes that your ideal clients are making. So for this type of content, what you want to do is you want to think about what's something that your ideal client is doing that they think is going to get them results but you know is not actually going to get them results or you know is not the thing for them to focus on right now, right? So you want to call that out and then tell them what they should do instead. An example from my own business for that is, you know, in the beginning, I talk a lot about like, hey, if you are a new coach and you're not yet at the five to 10K month mark, If you are focusing on branding and building out a website and running Facebook ads, you are probably focusing on the wrong things because you think that's what's going to get you results, but it's actually not the thing. What is going to get you results is sales. Sales are the thing that is going to get you results. And so we need to focus on sales and move away from all of these kind of rabbit hole tasks, right? I call them that because they take you down a rabbit hole, but they actually don't lead to anywhere. You just end up in a big black pit and you're like, what the hell is this? Where am I? Where are all the clients? Where's all the money? So we want to focus on needle moving, income generating tasks. And that's an example. And if you kind of go through my Instagram, you'll see a lot of posts and you're going to see stories. If you follow me on Instagram, you'll see stories where I talk about these things and I call out mistakes. And I say like, Hey, if you're doing A, B, C, D, you're doing the wrong thing. And here's what you should be doing instead. Now it's important to tell them what they should be doing because we don't want to leave people hanging. And that is what's going to build trust. So why does this type of content work? It works because it creates an interest in your offer, right? It creates an interest because even if you don't mention your offer, you are giving them a solution. You're saying, this is what you should focus on. So immediately someone's like, "Mm, this person has a solution, right? And surely their offer goes even more in depth about this solution. And so that also by default positions you as an expert in your field. You're automatically building authority and expertise because you are dispelling a myth, telling them what is the wrong way, right? So like you're a leader immediately because leaders lead people. They tell them, not this way, not down this road. This is not, this is a bumpy path. Let's go down this other road, right? And so we want someone to lead us. Otherwise we're going to end up somewhere where we really didn't want to go. In fact, it's funny because right now I'm thinking of a trip that my husband and I took to South Africa. We went on a trip where we went on an amazing safari experience and we stayed at this beautiful safari lodge just outside of Johannesburg, a couple of hours of Johannesburg. And we were there for, I think it was like five days. It was the most amazing trip ever. But on the way there, so we drove from Joburg to this lodge and I think it was like a five hour drive. And so the lodge actually sent us an email saying, Hey, if you are driving to the lodge, 
take this road, here is the exact path to follow, here is like a map, here is, you know, everything, like they just set it all out. And about halfway there, <laughs> I was on my Google Maps and I see this other road show up in my Google Maps and it's like going kind of like diagonally towards the lodge and Google Maps is telling me that it's actually quicker, that it's going to get us there in like 40 minutes faster than the way we were traveling. And so I was like, yes, we're going to go down this road. And my husband, even though he was reluctant, he was like, all right, we'll go down this pathway that you want to go down. Big mistake big mistake <laughs> because in that moment what I'd actually done was lead us down this back road that was not paved up at all it was just like gravel and dirt we had this like old school car that was not designed for these kind of back roads right it was <laughs> and we were going over massive rocks and it was really scary because there was no one around we actually ended up driving for two hours on this road so instead of being a 40 minute shortcut it took us two hours longer and when we got there finally when we got there the staff at the lodge were like oh you know we were expecting you a couple of hours ago and we told them what happened and they were like oh you know, you really should have asked someone because that is a like a back dirt road that no one takes, only like tractors take it. It can be quite dangerous because you can pop a tire and no one can find you and you don't have reception and you really like should have just given us a call and asked us. And so it makes me think of that when you are leading someone as a coach, you want to lead them down the right path, right? And you want someone in that moment to tell you, hey, actually not this path. It might look good. This might look appealing, right? Chasing the website, chasing the shiny branding, chasing the shiny Facebook ads might look appealing on the surface. And you're like, yes, this is a shortcut. But when you start going down that road, what's going to happen is you're going to start popping tires and you're going to be lost and you're going to have no reception. And you're actually going to take double the time to get there. So this is why this type of content works really well because it builds that expertise and trust. Now, the second type of content to put out there that is really going to warm up your audience and it's a little bit different to the first type because the first type is it's very educational content, right? It's focused on being an authority and educating your audience. This second type of content veers away a little bit from that into more of the personal content. And so it's really the content that tells your story, the story of who you are and what you do. So you want to create some content around who are you and how did you get here to teach what you teach, right? And you want to make sure that you're explaining your background and the obstacles you faced on your journey and how you overcame those obstacles and really kind of imparting your knowledge to others to help them overcome their obstacles as well. So this type of content is, like I said, it's more personal and it really works for a few reasons. Not only does it build a deep connection because it is personal content, right? It's about you. It is a type of content that builds that like and trust factor very quickly. So in sales, we're really always focused on building like and trust. Storytelling content, like personal stories, build the like and trust factor really, really fast. 
Not only that though, but storytelling, it's long been known to be one of the most powerful communication mechanisms, right? The storytelling content, it engages your subconscious mind. And so what's actually happening here, what they've discovered in research studies is they hooked people up to machinery. They hooked their brains up and they they told people different types of content, right? So they would spit out facts at some people and they would kind of tell stories to some people and then they would just read different things to other people and what they've found is that for all of the content types other than storytelling the rational brain was engaged right our conscious mind was like analyzing looking at the facts trying to make decisions just like really getting in the way for storytelling the conscious mind actually switched off and our subconscious lit up so they could see the subconscious mind lighting up what was happening was that the rational brain was actually switching off because it was listening and engaging to a story. Now, this is powerful because if within your story, you have some selling that you're doing, right? Say within the story, you're actually selling something at the end, you have a pitch, you're actually bypassing that conscious barrier that we usually put up to sales pitches, right? Just think about it. When someone rings you up, you answer the phone and it's a telemarketer, the immediate answer is no, or you're like not interested. It's very difficult to get you engaged. And even if you are interested, you're skeptical. You're like, oh, I'm not sure about this. And there is this barrier that is there. And so it can be hard to sell. An easy way to do it is through storytelling, right? When you're telling a story, that rational barrier is switched off. And so it allows a subconscious mind to absorb the information, be able to soak in it. And then the conscious actually comes into play after that. It switches on and it analyzes it. So what it gives you, it doesn't mean that you can (laughs) hypnotize someone, for example, to buy from you. It's not how it works, but it does mean that you actually get a chance to speak to them enough time to actually get through to them so they can hear you. And that's really important. So that's the second type of content. And in my programs, I teach a lot of this. I teach a lot of how to actually do storytelling properly, how to actually storytell in an effective way. So a lot of my programs are around that and especially inside Empower Sales Academy, we really go deep in storytelling, in different arcs that you can use, different ways to tell your own story, different ways to tell different types of stories. So it's, it's not just your personal story that is a story, but there is other different types of stories that you can and should be telling in order to engage your audience. And so moving on, let's move on to the third type of content to share. And this third type of content goes in another category, which is really, again, related to the trust category. How do we get someone to trust us? And so this third type of content is sharing case studies, finding a recent client testimonial, posting it, and then sharing the story behind it is going to really be a powerful way for you to communicate to your audience of what results they can expect from you and also kind of say to them like, hey, look at what's possible. If you don't have testimonials, if you're hearing this right now and you're like, but I don't have any testimonials to share. And I hear people say this all the time, you know, when you're starting out, my answer to that is so simple. Instead of spending time saying things like, I don't have testimonials, 
how about you go and you send 10 people a direct message right now and you offer them free 30 minute session with you boom done we've just fixed your problem okay you're going to immediately get some testimonials and so if you don't have testimonials that should be your first focus go out and get testimonials go out and test your offer on someone test it on people make sure that you're actually making sure what you teach works and the reason why this is so powerful why testimonials and case studies are powerful is because simply sales psychology tells us that what other people say about a product is far more important to someone than what the person selling says about it, right? We're always going to trust other people more than we're going to trust the person selling to us. And so testimonials build trust. They indicate, hey, what you teach works and they build authority because they indicate, hey, you know what you're talking about because you've helped others and they also show others what's possible, right? And so this is one of my favorite, favorite ways to share and talk about results and really inspire the people is by sharing testimonials and case studies. That is it. Those are the three types of content that you should be putting out to warm up your audience. So let me just recap and rephrase that for you quickly. The three types of content are one, call out mistakes that your ideal client is making. Two, tell your story. And three, share a case study. Now, if you actively and consistently put out these three types of content and you want to make sure that you are constantly coming up with new and different ways to put this type of content out, right? If you just regurgitate the same thing over and over again in the same way, people will disengage. So you want to put out these types of content in different ways continually But if you find a way to do that, you're going to have a very warm audience very, very quickly. For me, for example, for my high-level mastermind clients, something that I help them do is I give them content plans. I give them a monthly content planner that they can use to regurgitate different types of content and say it in different ways so their audience is engaged. And I was just using this content planner this morning. And in fact, this episode is coming straight out of the content planner. And it just helped me map out like 30 different types of content in a couple of hours. And now I know exactly what I'm going to talk about, what I'm going to post, where I'm going to say it, in which formats. And I know that I am going to be hitting at all the different things that I need to be saying in order to warm up my audience and to talk to my audience and to inspire them and to move them towards decisions, right, that they need to be making in their business. And all of these things just took me a couple of hours. And it's amazing, amazing at how much progress you can make when you have a clear plan for your business. And hey, speaking of having a clear plan for your business, if you have not heard yet, my high level mastermind is opening for a four month group cohort. It is starting mid July. So if you're listening to this before then, then amazing. You're in the right place. I have not talked about it too much, to be honest. And I feel like this is another podcast episode because we haven't sent any emails about it. We haven't barely talked about it. I've only talked about it in my Instagram stories and 
We're pretty much at the sold out stage. We only have a few spots remaining, which is absolutely incredible. And I want to invite you to apply. If you think this is something that is for you and that sounds good to you, then please submit your application this week because we will be kicking off mid-July and I don't want you to miss out because I don't know when I'm going to be running this again. I have no plans to run it again. I'll be going on maternity leave end of the year and so I have no idea what it's going to look like beyond that. And this is going to be such an amazing cohort. So in short, it is for you if you are someone making money in your business already. It's not for you if you are just starting out. There is other programs, but this one is for entrepreneurs already making money in their business that have wanted to offers and want to scale to 10K months. We're focusing on both organic launch and sales strategies as well as building out evergreen funnels and programs. So if that is ringing a bell and sounds of interest, you can submit your application immediately and I will get back to you and let you know and give you some more details. Or you can drop me a DM on my Instagram at Milana Saranak and we can have a chat there to see if it is a good fit for you. So that's it. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you love this. Let me know what your thoughts are and I will speak to you in the next episode. Just real quick before you go, if you found value in today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you took a moment to just take a screenshot and tag me in your Instagram story at Milana Sarnak. It really helps to get the message out there and it would mean the world to me. And until next time, remember, the biggest risk is living a safe life. It is time to play big. Your moment is now.